welcome to the Book Hub Book Club podcast. This is a monthly podcast where three ladies meet up to discuss the book of the past month. I'm Sarah. I'm Keely. And I'm Gillian. And this month, the book was The Isles of the Gods by Amy Kaufman. Cartman had a child. That is your singing right there. <laughs> That's me. That's horrific me. and a monster child. Certainly something. Rest in yeah. peace. Um, <laughs> both <laughs> rip him. <laughs> Eric Cartman died as well. Oh my god. What? Um. So if I look weird and I'm like, I'm not trying to. I'm not kidnapped. I'm not trying to tell you a message. Um. I have cat hair in my eye all the time and I can feel it like sticking my lashes together Ooh, okay I think you should uh, maybe get that out <laughs> thank you maybe uh, sort that out <laughs> sort that. Should, uh, <laughs> get that fixed no. uh, how do you yeah. yeah right okay so if Keely looks weird at any point today just remember that she was born that way <laughs> that's it Keely's born that way. I'm not special. My parents had me tested. They actually didn't, and I'm pretty sure I'm dyslexic. Anyway, Wait. yeah, did I did one of those test? stupid TikTok tests where they're like, oh. "If you're if you do these things, you might be dyslexic." And I was like, "Okay, why not?" And because earlier that day I was with Ash, and he's like, "I'm pretty sure you're dyslexic," because I just say right. things incorrectly. I read numbers the wrong way around. Um. But, like, I don't see them the wrong way around, but I say it wrong. Okay. And I think it wrong. Um, yeah. And, like, I'll say, yeah, I'll just be talking and they'll come out the wrong way. Or I'll just mess up the way I'm speaking. Or I'll mix up my right and left. And I will be meaning I'm, like, go left, but I'm, I mean, like, right. And sometimes I have to stop and think about it. And apparently, according to this TikTok text, which is just obviously bullshit, but... Or like it's pro- it's not something to like self-diagnose with, um, but it was like if you can't if you struggle with your sevens, sixes and like eight times tables, that can be a sign of it. And I'm like, <laughs> I what struggle times with any times tables? Yeah, like I can I'll do be, fives. I'll be honest. Like I feel like as a kid times tables were going to be a lot more important in my adult life than they've really ended up being. Like, I just don't feel like I've ever been in a situation where they're like, oh my God, quick, someone, what's five times 34? And I'm like, I can tell you, because I know every times table in the world. Like, it's never come up. I've never had to know a times table that much that I couldn't just be like, eh, doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, but I make dumb addition mistakes as well. Like, the other day, Ash was like, what's like 64 plus... 37 and I gave him an answer and it was like super wrong and he was like oh my god Keely you really don't get numbers do you I'm like no I do and because the way I think about it I'm like 
six plus four is ten. And then I'm like, okay, what were the other two numbers? And then I add them together because I know like seven plus three is ten. So I'm like, okay, that's just going to add a number there. But if it's like, I, I, I just you add a one. Yeah. To be six plus four. Yes. But like, you should do it that way first, not the other way. Anyway, don't, don't you either way, I'm right stupid. Left, <laughs> <laughs> you're sp- yeah, you're supposed to do it from right to left, but I go left to right sometimes. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm dumb. I don't do maths. That's why I make videos. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's relatable. <laughs> it's relatable, yeah. I was, relatable. I was good at it when I was working in retail because I had to give change. Yeah, I got good at it in retail as well. And then as soon as I stopped, it was like, ooh. Yes, yeah, completely out of my brain. I know that Sarah struggles with measurements. <laughs> Sorry to out you, Sarah. No, I, no you're 100% You are the right. worst with measurements. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like if someone would be like, oh, roughly how long do you reckon that is? And I'd be like, oh, 75 centimetres. It'll be like four metres. Like I'll be completely... <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm so I'm I'm bad at, at guessing measurements or trying to do measurements, uh, and I'm also really good, uh, really bad at ages. Like I'll I'm see terrible a child at ages. And oh, okay. I'll be like, "Oh, how old's your kid? Like four? And they'll be like, "No, six months." I'll be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> well, I just don't. I just I don't know. Newborn. So, yes, yeah, straight out of the womb. So what? Five? <laughs> like I just. No, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I just, I'm really bad with, with ages, especially kids' ages. I'm, I, maybe it's just because, like, I didn't have a lot of, like, young kids around me growing up. Like, you know, I was, like, the second youngest cousin. Mm. So that I had no other, like, younger people. Like, I don't think anyone in my family had another baby until I was, like, 12. So, like, I, I literally, I was the baby. Like, I saw no other babies. So mm. I suspect that's why I'm really bad at it. But, yeah, I'm... <laughs> notoriously bad at ages and measurements which is unfortunate as someone who likes sewing um mm, yeah but you know <laughs> we just make it up it's fine i have I discovered this a lot yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of a lot of that that comes in clutch <laughs> x many hands left that's yep. right um that's the one i have discovered i am also very bad at telling people's ages that are my age or older um oh yeah yeah, at work. I'll be like, so how do, how do, how do you, you don't mind me asking? And they're like, oh, 35. I'm like, you fucking what? <laughs> like, I, I think they're like 23 years old, 27 maybe. And they're like, no. Yeah. And it's just, uh-huh. At huh. least they weren't like 80. <laughs> then, then I'd be really concerned. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Also, I had an epiphany the other day. Not an epiphany, mm-hmm. but I had a realisation so that that is kind of an i guess the same thing <laughs> yeah. so you may have to cut this sarah it may be inappropriate you okay. remember when you know the world was less pc and we'd see an old white guy with his younger asian wife and we'd be all like oh male order bride male order bride yes it occurred to me on the weekend that she's probably the same age as him but because this skincare in Asia is so much better and they actually take care of their skin, they just look 20 years younger. And I'm I like, mean, oh, my God. They br- it's possible. Yeah. 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 And, possible. yeah, I've just been an asshole for my whole life. And- um, 
I, I feel like uh, to quote uh, me and Jillian's and Healy's ex-colleague, Miles, shout out to Miles, I don't think shout he Shout out Miles. But uh, he likes to frequently say, uh, and he is of Asian descent, yes. uh, he likes to often say, uh, Asian don't raise him. So. Yes. <laughs> and that was like what I was thinking. But I'm like, I cannot say this. And I couldn't think of someone to be like. Yeah, I'm just it, quote, it, I'm Yeah, quote Miles <laughs> works. Yeah. He also says, you win some, you dim some. And it's one it's of my favorite so phrases. Good. It is. It's so it good. Really is. But we couldn't say it. I'm encouraging him to like make a shirt with that on yeah. it and yes. like design a little dim sum character and be so cute. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy like 20 of those shirts. Yes. I yes. love that idea. Yes. Yeah. Please make sure. Or open a restaurant or something. Oh yes, that's right. You were, yeah, that's right. You guys were gonna open okay. restaurants next to each other. <laughs> what was Jillian's <laughs> one's gonna be? Uh, wasn't it something about like stir fries or noodles or something? I can't remember. I, can't oh, I thought remember it was gonna either. be a Greek thing. No, oh no, no. that miles. would make sense. Wait, what? <laughs> what well, you opened a Greek restaurant? What would your Greek restaurant? I thought we were talking, oh, we talking about Miles' restaurant. No, he's opening the dim sum restaurant. Ah, oh. yeah. No, um, I'll be you win some, and then he'll be dim sum. Oh! Hey, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yes, done. Um, if Going I opened a, a shopping mall. <laughs> If I opened a heritage, um, like, oh, my background, like, restaurant, it'd be meat, chips, and veg. And it'd oh, just yeah. be really Sorry. sad Aussie meals of, like, no flavor, some and fucking like salt. Those crinkle cut carrots? Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why those were crinkle cut. Everything is, like, frozen. Cut. Chips, you know, crinkle cut. Chi- crinkle cut chips. <laughs> yeah. Um, coming from a family as well that was so large, whenever my mum would buy steak, we obviously couldn't afford to buy like six ribeye steaks or six rump steaks. So we'd have these really thin barbecue steaks that would go that like awful brown with no caramelization. (laughs) Yeah. And that is why I'd serve at my restaurant. Sorry, mum. Amazing. And like you wouldn't have Coke. You'd have not cokes and cocaine, but you wouldn't have cokes in the beverage. You would have LA Maxi Ice. Which Fuck is off! Like- LA Ice was the fucking <laughs> bomb. Don't you dare! Don't you dare like, diss I LA like, Ice. I was not dissing. I was saying that is what you put with that meal. Like that is your. That is your. And the LD soft drinks, yeah. the LD like yeah. Fantas and stuff. Of course, of course. But yes, no, iconic. What a time. Uh, and what a specific Australian reference that yes. only middle to lower class Australians will understand. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's our target demographic, I guess. Um, what? We don't have a target demographic. Our target demographic is us and, <laughs> and my dad. <laughs> and Keely's dad. <laughs> um, all right, we should talk about books with this book podcast. We hey. should. I wonder how this um, is all going to have to get cut, surely. Nah, I've got to keep it in now. That's how it works. But it, we've yeah. moved, taken up like half of the podcast. Yeah. It's been 10 minutes. It's fine. People are going to stop listening. <laughs> assume, both of you to assume they started listening. True. <laughs> Books. Uh, Let's go. Books. Book things. Um, yes. Hello. Hello. And welcome to episode number six. Yeah. Of the Book Hub Book Club. Whereas, yeah, of course it is, Sarah. It, it's based on the months. 
Um, <laughs> Do we start in so, January? I guess so. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, because oh we were gosh. discussing this at the end of last year and we said let's start it in January. So, yes, oh, we yeah. did. That's right. Um, so, yes, this month we are discussing, as you heard in the intro, The Isles of the Gods by Amy Kaufman. The Isles of the Gods. The Gods. The Gods. I am one the of your hosts, Sparkling Wide Cyclone. Sarah, and I'm always joined, <laughs> I am always joined by these wonderful people, Supreme Coconut Surprise, which is Jillian, and Silent Sensitive Blaster, which is Kelly. Oh my <laughs> god. Why am I a fart and Jillian a cocktail? No, you, well, you, were, you, uh, <laughs> you sound like something else, but I don't know if it's appropriate to say. So <laughs> no, Jillian. <laughs> Something that would be it's fitting for our podcast name. Fitting, yeah, fitting Silent. for. Silent. Sorry, Dad. I like the sensitive. That's yeah, nice. but also like a blaster, but like sensitive. No, those are our pirate names. So I. Oh, I did not you get are that. Definitely going to be an interesting pirate, Kelly. <laughs> you're like the you're like the um, you're the Sanji of the group from One Piece. You're Fuck like yeah, I love lady. Sanji. You're, you're, you're the ladies' man. <laughs> With the Manny's lady. The man's lady. <laughs> How don't you ever hear that? Ladies' man, man but it doesn't get other way around. Yeah. Because it's I'm cool to be a chick magnet, but it's lady. bad to be an open leg hussy, apparently. I mean, I always find it funny how all <laughs> the guys want to get... All the guys <laughs> so, yeah. want to, like, have lots of sex, but they're like, women shouldn't want lots of sex. Who are you having the sex with? Who are you having sex with? Who are you having the sex with? Each other? I mean, I mean, I, hey, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Let's go. It's Pride Month. Let's go. <laughs> like, come on, lads. Get up on it. Anyway, book. We should talk about the book. We should talk about <laughs> the book. I've been in the last few podcasts. I've been like, we need to like have slightly shorter episodes because these are so long and and we spent happen. fifteen minutes talking shit. It's just not happening. Yep. Yeah, yeppers. Uh, I've lost my sheet. Here it is. All right. So, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so this one's we're talking about the Isles of the Gods by Amy Kaufman. Uh, the thing on my run sheet says now name. Would you mind giving us a bit of a synopsis about the book? Name is me this month, so I should probably give you a synopsis of the book. Thank you, name. So that people know. I thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, that is me, name. Um, so, Hours of the Gods is a book that I have followed for a while. Um, I have been a, a follower of Amy's for a couple of years now, um, since I started to get into the Australian YA scene. Um, she's pretty much like the queen of Australian YA fantasy, to be honest. So it's kind of like, you can't really write fantasy YA in Australia and not know her. Like, I'd be surprised because she's done like very well, like overseas and things like that. Um, but yeah, so I was the god. But this is somehow her first book? Her first solo book. Okay. So she's done lots of collab, collaborative books with, um, people like, Megan Spooner is a good friend of hers, so she, she did a bunch of books with, and Jay Kristoff is another author people know who she's done a few, written a few books with too. Um, but yeah, so The Isles of the Gods is her first solo 
uh, YA fantasy, and it centers around this sort of four, four-ish, four? Five. Like six. Five. Four and a half <laughs> uh, characters that it kind of centers around. Uh, but the main character is probably Selly, who is a uh, budding sailor. Her father was a sailor, and she kind of wants to follow in his footsteps. Um, but she's also secretly has magic marks. Um, because in this world, magicians have uh, marks on their bodies which show that they have magic powers, but her powers just never seem to rock up, which is something that she kind of hides. But at the start of the book, she uh, meets the swashbuckling Prince Leander, uh, and he kind of, let's say... Who's not swashbuckling at the start of the book. (laughs) I couldn't think of any other piratey words to describe people. Um, He's not even a pirate, he's a prince. (laughs) Um, but he kind of falls into her life and she's not happy about it. Um, but in the end she, um, and an old schoolmate of Leander's named Keegan, uh, end up sort of helping Leander achieve his goal, which is trying to get to the Isles of the Gods to strengthen the God of their particular kingdom against the potential threat of another kingdom's God. Um, and of course there are people who are trying to stop them namely um a girl named laskia who is uh hoping to sort of score some brownie points by her from her sort of mob boss type older sister uh by getting the prince you know killed before he can make this sort of sacrifice to their god to make their god more powerful uh and then she's roped in this other bloke named jude who was another school friend of leander's uh, who isn't really happy to be there. I feel like Jude just really wasn't enjoying any no. of his time. He was having a real bad time. <laughs> he just book. had a bad time from start to finish, yeah. poor, poor guy. <laughs> um, he, I felt like he was just like deer in the headlights the whole book. Yeah. He's just like, I don't want to be here. I just want to go home and hang out with my mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of that, that's sort of, I guess, the general premise. We're going to try to get to the Isle of the Gods. Uh, and, you know, will he do it? Who knows? You'll have to read the book to find out. We did. Or <laughs> wait till the spoiler section. That's right. You could yep. also just not read the book and listen to the podcast and you'd find out. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of my my really average rundown of the book. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess for to keep the conversation to begin with as spoiler-free as possible, um, I guess what was our overall feelings of the book, ladies? How did we feel? What were our general thoughts? I had a great time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I This was another one that I read. Oh, I didn't read it quickly. I think I read it in about two weeks. Um, but I had a really good time with it. I had a lot of fun. I got one of my friends who also listens. Shout out, Carly. How you doing? I know you're listening. Thank you. Um... I got her to read it because I'm like, you know, this is the next book. This is what we're doing. And she's like, sick. She bought it. She finished it in two days. Wow. Yeah. Like it arrived on Tuesday and Thursday. She was like, how dare you? Um, (laughs) That's amazing. But we actually had a really good discussion about the representation in this book, which is fantastic because Kylie, she's a lesbian. Mm -hmm. um, And she really enjoyed yeah, the LGBT representation in this because it's not a bit, it's not a, it, it, it's not a thing in a way 
in that yeah. they just like this is here done mm-hmm. they don't point yeah. it out it's just so normal and that's the way it should be in young like in ya and we talk about it um i don't know if this is this doesn't really technically count as spoilies um but one point we pointed one thing i pointed out was the fact that the queen of mm. the the kingdom yeah is also gay she's a lesbian as well and they refer to her wife and mm. it's sort of like yep the younger sister's gonna have the heirs and that's that like there's no mm. like oh but she should have babies because she's first in life like no they're like whatever yeah that's how it is um and yeah, like that was really cool. And there are quite a few LGBT characters, and there's only one that's like the stereotype, or like looks or comes across as reads as the stereotype, which is Lasker. And they they introduce that quite quickly. Yeah. But other than that, like everyone else is sort of like, it's not. It's just like being heterosexual, mm-hmm. in that it's just whatever. It doesn't yeah, make. Yeah. It doesn't give you your personality yeah, or anything yeah. like I that. I mean, it's like, you don't walk around, like, straight people don't walk around being like, hey, I'm the Jeff and I'm straight, how are you? Like, it's not, like, <laughs> the thing you lead with. But, yeah, quite often in media they feel this really, really strong urge to, like, make sure it's, like, the only thing about that character. Which don't is forget. Really mm. um, yeah, like, we had this full like discussion discussion oh, I love about that. it all. oh that's yeah. so sweet heck yeah that's um nice. but yeah and she really enjoyed it and we had a great time yeah and it was good it was good being able to talk to I someone else that. about it yeah oh what did you guys think Jillian. do you want to go next you always Uh-oh. go last you do oh I'm the like- only other comment i have is um I made one note throughout the reading and it was Jesus Christ, why are there so many POVs? <laughs> and there is. Like all our main characters yes. have POV ca- yeah. chapters. Mm-hmm. And by the time we got to like the third one, I was just like, oh my God, stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, I, I don't mind confused. POVs, yeah. but yeah. It was, I think it was too much. Mm. I opinion. feel like it could have just been written from a, a narrator perspective yeah. rather than like, because I'd actually – just before I, the book I just read before this one, was a narrative written, narrative like narrator written. Mm. I would um, have liked. Mm, I would have liked if it was Sally and Leander. Mm. I think maybe Laskia. Just yeah, and maybe Laskia, just because they're like I feel the main people, the main mm-hmm. you know the main reasons for certain things happening. Yep. Um, yeah, I felt like a lot of a lot of the characters, especially in the beginning, they sounded the same. So I was getting confused mm. who was who. I was like, "Am I reading Sally or am I reading um, Keegan?" Like I was just like, "Who the heck is?" Because <laughs> at one stage, yeah. it was something about like, um, I thought I was reading Keegan, but it was telling, it was talking about how they like liked. Leander and like the feelings that they had mm. and I'm like yeah. wait a second this isn't Keegan <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting plot twist <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I did find that as well there was mm. um about a paragraph in one of the later chapters that I was like I, I do believe it was 
Leander's perspective, but it sounded like it was being written for Sally. Mm, yeah. And I was like, happen. oh, hang on. I, I, it felt like a mistake. Like she'd yeah, sort of maybe. slipped into the wrong mindset mm. for that character yeah. and then quickly had to get it back but didn't pick up on it on the mm. pass-through or something like that. Like it's not a massive deal, but, yeah, there were times where I was like, oh. And it was startling jumping back and forth to these characters. Um, yeah. 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 What did you think? That's actually amazing because I, 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 I also remember having a, a chapter like that too. So clearly we aren't just all like having a mo. Like if we all mm. had the same yeah. moment of like, oh, wait, whose perspective are we in? Mm. Um, then that definitely tells me that that's, that, that's, a, that's a little bit of an issue there. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I guess I, I wanted to go last because I wanted to preface that I probably am going to be a bit biased for this book because this is a book that I have heard a lot about behind the scenes as well. So, like, I know a lot about how it was, like, put together and the story about it and, and how it oh, okay. came to be yep. um, because of the podcast that Amy does that I listen to. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I did feel quite invested in this book, um, mm. which is one of the reasons I wanted to make sure I, was re- I, I read it. Um, so I guess I wanted to just make a disclaimer to the listeners that if you're on the fence about buying this book um, and you don't know anything about Amy or her work, I would take Julian and Keely's opinion on it more than mine because mine's going to have a bit of like prior stuff tainting it, I guess. Mm. Um, not saying that I'm not going to critique it because I am, because uh, I am. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a, that's just critical bitch that's what i do um but uh yeah i just wanted to put that out there um because if you are like oh, i don't know if i want to get it or not like mm. definitely trust julian and keely's opinions over mine um if that's going to sway you but um yeah i i enjoyed this book a lot i will say that i completely agree about the povs and fun fact i can't remember if it was one or two but there were more povs in the first drafts in the mm. early stages, Ooh, they okay. cut POVs because people were like, there's too many POVs. Yeah. Jeez. So, like, <laughs> there was even more. I don't know who they were, though. I was trying to think about it while I was reading it, who it could have been. And I wonder if it was Ruby, last yeah. year's sister, because they talk about her a lot, but we hardly ever see her. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe she was meant to be another POV, but they decided to cut it because it was just too much. Or maybe, like, a um, green sister or something. Yeah, like there was the. I was just like, who else could it have been? Because I mm. feel, unless a whole character got cut, I'm not mm. sure. But I remember them talking about how originally there was more POVs. Yeah. Um, or maybe Rensa. Sorry. Ren- oh, yeah. Ren- maybe. Rensa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the captain. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was just trying to think who else it could have been. Um, I think one of the biggest problems that I had with the POVs is that I think they just shifted too frequently. Yep. Yes. Yes. Um, like, uh, so there's, what, five in this? Five POVs? Yeah. Yeah. So I one of my favourite YA books of all time is Six of Crows, and that has six POVs, sometimes seven, technically. So, like, I definitely enjoy books with multiple POVs, but mm. they did not swap nearly as often as this did. Yeah. There were whole chapters that were, like, three pages. Mm. Like, Jude's first chapter is three pages. Um, and I'm kind of like, well, why did we come here? <laughs> like because like, to me when i shift to a perspective because i also like writing multiple povs 
a lot. Um, if I'm shifting to a perspective, there's there's a reason. There's a narrative reason why I want to jump into this person's eyes for a few minutes to, to show something. And I, if I'm going to make the jump, it, it, it needs to have a purpose in a way, uh, especially more than just introducing them. So like if I'm going to jump to another person, it's because I, I, the story needs to move with them hmm. so that everyone else can move too kind of thing. So, yeah, like, there was a few times where I just felt like we jumped to a POV, like, just for the hell of it. Mm. Like, oh, we haven't seen them for a while, so I guess we'll chuck a chapter in. Instead of, like, no, the, the, the narrative needs to move in this direction, so we need to see things from their side to get to where we need to go. So, yeah, it was odd. I, I definitely think you're right. I definitely think it actually could have done without a few more perspectives, too. Um, yeah. I think maybe even someone like Laskia, maybe actually. I think I, because mm. I think that if Laskia was gone, then it would give Jude a bit more reason to be there. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. at the moment, I don't really know why he's there. Yeah. Like he was roped in at the start because Laskia's like, I need you to help me find Leander and make sure that we. Um, but after that like why is he here yeah <laughs> like he, mm, he kind of didn't have a purpose to stick around right exactly. but if she wasn't a pov and we didn't know what she was doing it maybe would have given him more incentive to be like more reason to to be in, in the novel because at the moment i can't really see why he was there yeah yeah i don't either he feels like a a future character like he's there yeah, because like he'll, yeah he's gonna be more later but right now yeah. he's just kind of Filler. Maybe, yeah. Because there um, is book two. So, yes. like, I'm thinking book two, he's going to have, like, some cool things. But, like, it's like, I don't like a character existing so that they can be cool then. Yeah. They should be cool now. Otherwise, why are they here now? Introduce them, like, later then. Mm. <laughs> like, they don't need to be here. So, yeah, yeah. a bit odd. I, but that I think, being said, I liked Jude. I think yeah, he so seems right. really cool. And he mm. seems like such a, like, just a Muffin. precious cinnamon roll, mm. you know? Like, <laughs> just so, like, just, just, he just, he just needs someone to be like, this is what we're going to do, all right? It's going to be okay. Mm. We'll sort it out, <laughs> all right? Just just chill. Just chill the hell out for five minutes. It's going to be okay. And he, but, he, um, he yeah. does have an interesting thought process and stuff when he goes throughout the book, um, mm. especially at the end. Uh, with the POVs, I just wanted to point out quickly, I did find with how quickly they were switching, there were mm. chapters that I think would have been better would have been stronger if they had have stayed in the previous person's POV. Yeah, like, sure, it sure. was like a couple of hours later or the next day or whatever, mm, but I but think we didn't have to. Like, it went from like Leander to Keegan, for example. But I think it would have been stronger if it was Leander to Leander, and mm, you know mm. we stayed with him. We kept yeah for sure experiencing with longer. him, and that would have been yeah would have just I don't know worked a little bit better mm. at times. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, like I really loved Keegan, but I also don't really know why he was there. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like he seems like again seems really sweet, sweet dude. What a nice guy. Loves a good book. Love a guy who loves a good book. Mm. But why are you here? Like he mm. could be removed, and the, I don't think the story would actually change that much. Yeah. Uh, aside from like what he does to keep everyone safe. At, and to like at, humanize initially. Leander and give Leander a bit of a redemption arc. Yeah, but, like, that's really it. Mm. Um, and I feel like Sally kind of already does that anyway. Like, yeah. she gives him a bit of a, a, like, oh, he's not all that bad arc. So, mm. I don't know. I just don't know why he's there either sometimes. It's like, I think it's a bit of power of friendship. Like, they wanted to make sure there mm. was the power of friendship as well as the power of romance. 
Yeah, maybe. maybe um, yeah. Or maybe he's got in like in the next book. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. more important. Yeah. Yeah. Julian, yeah. Um, oh, do you have any more, Sarah? Um, you keep going. I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I, I, I had a great time with it. Um, I, I did struggle initially. I actually found the beginning a little, like, quite slow. Mm. Yeah. Um, it didn't kick off until. I feel like it could have started almost like a little bit. I don't know. Like it could have started a bit later. Like I th- maybe it started a little bit too early in terms of like we could have just started with yeah Leander joining the ship. We mm. didn't need to have all these like extra Previous. stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it just needed to get into it a bit more and get moving a bit faster. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it was a bit slow. But once I got into it, I think I said something I was saying to Julian. Once you hit that sort of third act, like part three, takes off. Like you just keep mm. like I pretty much once I hit part three, I finish the rest in like a day. Like because yeah. you kind of can't. Like at that point, it actually starts to move so fast that you don't, you almost can't stop. You need to you want to know what happens. So it does take a quite a long journey, uh, and then it just starts to go really really fast. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I will say though because there was two books. So the podcast I listen to with Amy, she has another uh, friend she hosts it with um, whose name is Kate Armstrong. She released a book earlier this year called Nightbirds. And so the podcast was about Nightbirds and the Isles of the Gods and their creation um, from, you know, writing it to publishing it and how that process was. Um, I will say I preferred Nightbirds over Isles of the Gods. I just think Nightbirds was more my style. Um... It was 1920s flapper style with like magic and and it was very feminine um, and definitely just more up, more up my alley than Isles was. Just I found it a little bit harder to get into. Um, mm. But overall, I still had a really good time with it and I'm excited to see what the next one's about. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much exactly the same, which I found it really slow pacing. Um, and the swapping between the point of views just made it really hard for me to keep mm. going. If truly, honestly, if it wasn't for us reading this in the book club, I probably would have given up. Sorry to say. Yeah. Um, yeah fair enough. Because it was just like I couldn't tell the difference between the characters. Um, I wasn't sure where this was really going <laughs> at the start. Um, but yeah, I would have loved for it to be um, either like Sally or like three maybe point of views because I feel like it would have at least, she would have at least been able to maybe describe the world a bit better mm. um, and the time that they're in, what what the magic means behind it, like the, the mm. spirits, what they mean behind it. Like we knew about the gods, like I really like the concept of the sleeping gods. Hmm. Um, but And you get the understanding of that, that history between the two different areas. But I didn't understand why some people had magic and some people didn't. Yeah. Um, and how it all worked. Hmm. Uh, so I feel like maybe because she was trying to focus a lot on the point of views, she wasn't really focusing on that. Yeah. Um. Um, uh, what else did I write here? Um, I picked the ending in the first chapter. 
Yeah, look. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, this is going to happen. Yeah, Yeah. I did too. I actually, I said, and I told Sarah this, I thought the ending was going to be like a um, ending from, what's that other book, Mortal Instruments? Oh, yes, yes. I thought that Sally and Leander were going to end up being brother and sister. Mm. Um, and I'll probably oh, no. exp- explain a bit later why I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's where I was going because mm. the the relationship felt like wasn't shown blooming enough. Mm. Yeah. It was quite quick. Yeah, it was really quick at the end. Um, mm, yeah. It was a bit like, of a trauma bond, hey? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Because yeah. it really, it felt like it was like, I hate you. You're annoying. I yeah. hate you. You're annoying. I love you now. Kiss yeah, me. like, he's just <laughs> like, oh, like, my God. Don't know. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure this takes place over, like, three days or something. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's a very short amount of time. And because yeah. I remember towards the end, she was like, two days ago. Blah, blah. And was like, hang on a second. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. This goes over a couple of days. And maybe it's mm. the POVs make it feel like it's longer. Um, mm. But, yeah. yeah, there is a lot of that. Yeah, that's why I was like, I would have liked there to be a bit more to, under, you know, just to understand where that came from. <laughs> mm. Mm. I wonder if it's has the opposite problem to Court of Miracles because we were saying Court of Miracles might have been stronger had it been first person perspective because mm. we could have been more because like the world building in that was it was pretty small right because mm. it was like it's France yeah it was like there wasn't much right yeah. whereas this one there's so much you're, you're right like there's so much going on there's so mm. much to do and like and the, the difficulty for me is I've got I'm trying to separate like what do I know because I've heard Amy talk about it yeah and okay. what do I know from the book yeah because like I know the answers to some of the things that you were just saying but I'm like wait do I just know them because I've heard her talk about it um and this is why I meant like why I wanted to do a disclaimer because I was like I feel like my opinion's going to be really strongly influenced by the fact that I've listened to like 30 episodes of her talk about this book. Yeah. Mm. So like I have that prior. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the magician stuff was definitely a little bit underdeveloped, I think. And it would be nice to see more about it. And I do think it's going to be like a, yeah, it'll be explained more in book two. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if making it third person would have allowed her to step back a bit and, and spend a bit of time on that world building without mm. having to, you know, Mm. yeah be stuck to someone i think it also suffers with a bit of like oh yeah there's other continents mm. like this, yeah. i think this would have been better if it was just the two because she forgets about the other ones anyway like we have no idea what the other continents are like or the, the other cities the other gods yeah like they just like popped up a name randomly of like another yeah. place yeah. The and i'm just and like then they didn't come back <laughs> And they're like, oh, by the way, there's these, like, other places. And they also have gods. But no one's really going to church. And it's like, okay, why is no one going to church if we know the gods are real, firstly? Yeah, And, like, yeah, it just felt a bit weird. I don't know. And all, Mm. mm, spoiler section for that next thought. But. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Continue, Gillian. Because you definitely had more to say. I think that's, like, pretty much what I can say without spoiling much. 
Um, but I also like within the spirit, like the world of that, I also didn't understand the world. Like, was it modern? Was it mm. like, oh, like, like the technology? I felt like they were still using candles, but there was also some places that they had electricity I, or, or the magic. I didn't understand <laughs> some yeah. parts mm. of it. And I couldn't really visualize some stuff. Like some parts she was explaining really well and then some other parts it was very vague. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys felt that too. Especially the the ending um, when they go to the, you know, aisles. Isle of the islands. Isles, islands? Is that what isles mean? They're interchangeable, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I know what you mean. Mm, yeah that's pretty much like yeah how yeah. it felt fair enough fair enough mm. uh what do we feel about our characters we've kind of touched on them a little bit already but um you know we've got a, a solid cast you know we had sally prince leander uh keegan uh and i guess jude he's kind of <laughs> a bit of a gray area in terms of like whether he's a good guy or a bad mm. guy but like they were our good guys and then we have Latvia, kind of the bad, the protagonist, the antagonist. Um, mm. Yeah, what did we think about our characters? Did we were there any standouts, or were there any characters that you were like, eh? I think the most interesting characters were the ones we didn't focus on. Ooh, um, yeah. I like, I love Leander. I think he's a precious little muffin. Mm. Um, I like Sally. She's cool. I mean, but our good three kind of just felt like walking stereotypes. They lent yep. into that stereotype a little bit too hard. He's yeah. the bookish religious boy. He's the party boy who's got a heart of gold. She's the naive tomboy who hasn't had life experiences. Yeah. Like it's very much those YA typicals. Yep. But then you've got Laskia and Jude who I felt like had a bit more depth. Like dude Jude's got these like trouble. Um, yes, he's got that like, oh, I punch my emotions but also like when you go through his perspective he's very soft and there's he's very conflicted and feels like I feel like there was a lot to explore with him and same with Laskia like she's burnt she's somewhat she's unhinged Mm -hmm. um and I found their stuff quite interesting and she was an awful person um Mm. but like it's one of those things where she was written I think she was written well in that like she wasn't just awful for the sake of being awful like she very much had a reason she was almost delusional throughout Mm. a lot of it um and it made it really interesting to read yeah I think it'd be really interesting to read it through the perspective of them as our protagonists you know the ones who are pushing the story forward um yeah, it's sort of like here is our love story and here is our action story. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I yeah, I definitely found that our like main characters, our good boys, were just like, yep, I know where you're gonna go with this, like mm. almost done in dusty. Which I guess YA does sort of rely on those um, formulaic stories because that's yep. what their audience is looking to relate to um but yeah i just feel like they didn't have a heap of depth that they could have but i also i think it's it would be quite hard to write 
a character with no experiences without having them like bless you like it'd be hard to do that because like how do you write a character who has no experiences but is experiencing all this in a short time like she has experiences but she hasn't she didn't go to school she didn't have friends her age like she lived her whole life on this goddamn boat Mm. but she still has to understand social interactions and new people and you know uh one point that kylie made was how the hell has she been was she like born in kirkpool or whatever uh and they base there a lot but she's never seen what the prince looks like and they do touch on it towards the end a little bit but it's still just a bit like really you Mm. really didn't know anything you wouldn't went like oh you look like the prince like Nothing. Really, yeah. she's not like other girls. Yes, <laughs> and it was a bit of like, oh, <laughs> mm. I yeah. don't. Oh, f- I got really annoyed towards the end when they put her in a dress. Yeah. Spoiler: They put her in a dress at one point, obviously, mm. because mm-hmm. she's that character. And the whole like chapter was me. I'm in a dress. Me. I'm in heels. Me. I'm not like other girls. It's like, oh my god. Just like this. <laughs> You're allowed to like pretty things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you any less of a strong character. Just let them be like, oh, I actually really like this. Right. I don't understand why she had to go to the other person to find that dress as well. Like that was just She could have just gone to that one shop, got in The shop could have been it. there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I with Sally, I liked her, but I, you know, obviously she's a typical, you know, girl hasn't experienced much. But I find it funny though because she basically, um, like took charge. Yeah. Mm. Um, even though she already like has like has no fear, like she was gonna go in a you know, do her own thing at one point. Mm. Um, but, yeah, she basically took charge and was, like, you know, the captain herself, like, mm. uh, as a captain. Um, but, yeah, it's just it, – how does that blend, which I was, like, a bit confused how that happened as well. Like, she was so, like, you know, innocent, typical girl, no experiences. Mm. And then, yeah suddenly um, she was like 20 years older Mm. yeah yeah why has that problem a little bit like characters acting a lot older than than the book makes them like i'm pretty Mm. sure i don't know i think they're like 16 17 yeah i did Um, not pick up the age i have no idea yeah yeah it's tough to like no they're not 16 17 i think they're in their early 20s i have no idea because they Where finished, they fin- they've graduated. Oh, yeah, they finished school. Yes, that's True, right. True, that's a good point. They yeah. have graduated. Keegan was supposed to be getting married. So yeah, they're at like, least 19. At least like 18. But it yeah. sounds like from the way Keegan and Leander talked, they had been in school a couple of years ago. Jude had left yes. school a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'm like sorry, 16-year-old isn't in a fight club. Two years had passed, yeah. True, true. It's at least two years, so I do think so they are, like, 20. So they need to be, like, ni- 19, 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. they are on the older side, really, yeah. of YA. Which makes sense. But also this this cover, I kind of imagine them looking young, and she looks kind yeah. of young here. Mm-hmm. But um, 
they are older. Mm. Mm, Which makes sense as to why they're running around and no one's really questioning them. Yeah, and Laskia spends a lot of time in a bar. Yes, so she's (laughs) at least 21. Yeah. 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 I mean, that being said, that is us applying modern rules to (laughs) a fantasy world where the rules could be anything, I guess. Yeah, true. They could go to school from like 14 to 16 and then graduate. Like, we don't Mm. really know what the rules are, but yeah, true. Um, Yeah, I I also did want to point out, because this is something that I do point out a lot. In books, because I think yes, it is I important. know what you're gonna say. <laughs> oh, gee, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I didn't know, I didn't. So I knew the characters' names, I knew what they looked like, but I didn't know who was like the protagonists and who were the antagonists, right? Mm. So for a while, I was under the assumption that the five of them were kind of a crew. Mm. Oh. And then when I read it, I was like, oh. Three of them are kind of the good guys and two of them are kind of the bad guys. Mm. And then I was kind of disappointed that the two bad guys were the only black people. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Amy, no, mm. why? Well, like, Leander I know, was black. Well, he was kind like, of mixed. Yeah, he was mixed. Um, yeah. yeah. But like the two very clearly like darker African-American coded characters wait is dude african-american so i've seen character art so that's why Mm. i know what they look like oh because i kind of read maybe it's just my naivety but i feel like they never really described dude and so i read him as a white bald guy interesting (laughs) yeah yeah. see because this is this is again this is why i put my little disclaimer because i have all this other stuff that i know about and like i know the character art of these characters so i know what they look like so when I was reading it, I was like, oh, okay. And I'm not sure if it's a case of maybe just the the people who live in that city are just darker-skinned that, people. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah. But I just, I was like, no. <laughs> I pointed it out in other books where there's been an issue. Yeah. So I kind of need to point it out here that I was a little disappointed that really... I'm not sure if there are other characters. I, I do think... There are other it, characters in different... Yeah, she well, came was, across as... I think she was darker. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. But yeah, it just was a little like, oof. So our three mm. main characters are all kind of like lighter skin. Yeah. Mm. And, did and you then our two bad guys are not. Did you pick <laughs> up when Le- Leander described, um, I think he described Jude or described Laskia at one point? Yeah, it was Jude. He, he like said that he was slightly darker than him. In one, dis- like yeah. when he was describing mm. him, yeah, and yeah. I like, so I think yeah, that's a bit Leander, weird to say. I think he is described as being kind of like sort of that sun-kissed Olivia, yeah. Like, oh, I thought because I thought he was like sort of dark, but not like super dark. Um, I I just clicked as to why I thought Jude was white, um, because no, it, like only white guys are stupid enough to do the shit that Jude did. <laughs> <laughs> and like have that fight club fucking well yeah i thought that, um, like yeah. guilt mentality and i'm like no nah, man people smarter than that unless they're white like us like <laughs> <laughs> well the thing that confused me is like you know the very first chapter that we see jude he's fighting mm. 
and yeah. then he proceeds to not fight for the rest of the No, year. he proceeds to be a soft See, I got little... confused at that point. I and it thought... definitely is like, it's like borderline Chekhov's gun situation. Like if you have a character who's clearly established immediately mm. to be a really, you know, obviously quite a, a good fighter, yeah. then to never have them fight, it's like, well, then why do we need to know that he's a good fighter yeah. if it is completely <clears throat> irrelevant. <laughs> never I brought know. up again? You I know? thought it was in the end at the beginning when she, when she was talking about that. That he was secretly going to fight clubs. But I completely, like, because I was getting confused of who was who. That's why I got ah. confused. And I go, that would have made a bit more sense. Like, to escape, you know, the royal world. He would go and punch some dudes. Ooh, that would be, like, a, a cool, like, um, little side story for yeah. Leander. That he's, like, secretly a... A boxing master. <laughs> yeah, I reckon that would have. I don't know. Made Where did you find this character more... art, Sarah? Because I I'm trying to find it for you. Couldn't find. It. I think um, I tried googling it and couldn't find any. Nah, you won't find it. Um, on on Google. Um, so she worked with um. Here we go. So this is Leander. I don't know how great that shows. Maybe I'll link it. Um, so, yeah. And then we've got Jude by comparison. So, actually, maybe not so much uh, African-American. It always kind of looks maybe like kind of like... Um, I'm not sure. But definitely darker-skinned mm. characters. Um, and then, yeah. Looks more I mean, I, Middle Eastern. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love these character art. Don't get me wrong; these characters are gorgeous, and I do, I do love that. You know, it's a like diverse cast. Like, mm. let's go. Um, but yeah, I just you know because I had pointed out in the last few things that we talked about about how I you know it's just I don't know it's just like a little minor thing where it's like oh like okay I just don't see why we couldn't have maybe made. Keegan, the one who had darker skin. Oh, Sally. Like, I just, I'm kind of like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, why was Sally the fucking typical um, blonde, green eyes, white girl? Freckles mm-hmm. on her nose. <laughs> yeah, sun kiss. Like, I'm sorry. She's a pirate. She's not fucking sun kiss. She's sunburnt. She's tan. She probably has wrinkles the <laughs> size of sunburnt. a fucking 40 year old, you know? Like. She's not <laughs> and I mean they point that out they're like oh she's like you know they're getting pinker than I am because I'm used to it but it's like girl you've got skin cancer that's what you've got <laughs> oh my god like looking at this character art <clears throat> Jude looks um somewhat Asian yes that yes yeah. yeah and then Leander looks like a white guy with dark skin actually you know what he looks like he could be Middle Eastern yeah mm mm I, I looked it up. Yes. Um, I'm glad you found it. Yes. Laskia is definitely, yeah, African American. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we say African American. Uh, you say coded because coded. there is no America in that. No. World. But like, if you were to ascribe them to a, you know, to real life, that's kind of the what you would. You know, yeah. That would and be the real life comparison. Keegan just looks like. Keegan uh, looks straight out of a 1920s asylum. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't imagine him like that either. And the book did 
does describe him as having like shaved his hair but for some reason i imagine him with like long like white almost hair i don't know why okay um my depiction of keegan short a little bit chunky um with the i i'd imagined the monk hair so like bowl cut but the middle's gone oh wow but like the scalp hair. is the top of the scalp is gone he's but young. he's like <laughs> yeah no he is young but <laughs> i had imagined that's what What's he'd done to look <laughs> you got old men to, do <laughs> to, to get out of getting married julian <laughs> no no julian sarah no i think he didn't do that naturally like he shaved it to look older or just totally different yes but because he's a scholar. Like the old school scholarly <laughs> monk. That's what I'd imagined. Because they kept mm. talking about him being like scholarly. I just so I thought him like a proper, you know, white dude who had glasses and dressed nice. That's what I pictured. It is always fascinating to me how different people can like, <laughs> This, this is basically what I imagined Jude to look at. Uh, <laughs> Keegan really? to look like. like yeah, yeah. But Which with... With straight brown out, hair, yeah, straight, straight out of like a, fucking... a fantasy novel where they're like, we can't find the last dragon. Literally, like this that. is this is this is Keegan. That's that's that's, that's your Keegan. Keegan. That's Keegan in my brain. Okay, get you that's now. That's your head cannon. <laughs> that yeah, that's my head cannon. That's funny. very very different. Very portrayal. different. <laughs> I do love that how everyone views them very differently. Mm, it's great. It's fun. I enjoy that a lot. All right, shall we get into some more spoiler-based discussions now? Because we have chatted for probably longer than we normally do in the non-spoiler section. Go us. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, all right, so as as spoiler-full as you want to be, I guess what do we think about, you know, the endings, the revelations that we discovered throughout? Is there anything that stood out to anyone that you wanted to bring up? Um, I absolutely knew that he was going to have to sacrifice himself and the whole thing was... like I kind of thought he was he always had to kill himself. Um yeah, and it was, was gonna like, be about yeah. Sally coming to terms with the fact that like and trying to stop him or something. Not that mm. like he just goes and like does a little bit of blood. And yeah. Whatever. Was, yeah. Um but the whole thing, very strange. Um, I really hope that they get real Ander back, not like mindless. Messenger. Yeah, that was really that was very sc- like almost scary, unsettling. I found it was um, the yeah. way he turned and the way she's like and yeah because yeah it was all from yes they they kiss and they are affectionate and they cut like they're cuddling when they yeah, go to yeah. sleep on the boat and Keegan's like watching it Next or whatever thing. she's like they go and cuddle um and that's the and she, when she falls asleep it's like they're having a conversation so I assume there's gonna be something there where they're like mentally connected. And then obviously last year throwing herself in and doing the same thing. Um, in the end, just to explain for people who obviously don't read it, they go to the aisles. Jude needs to get to the altar thing, but can't get there because there's no stairs. So Jude, Leander, Leander. yeah, I was like, huh? <laughs> so I don't Leander has to do it. Uh, so Leander just jumps off the edge to try and spread his blood far enough um and then last girl loses her last brain cell or her last <laughs> point of sanity and in and an act of faith thing. does the same thing um but to her god yes and god. she becomes 
the other gods for Smeera. Yes. Um, and it's quite interesting because Leander obviously becomes this sort of like um, heavenly angel sort of depiction mm. and she becomes that like necromancer yeah. risen from the grave, yeah. um, which is quite interesting. And then she's like, I need to find someone to touch too. Yeah, so that's what I, I didn't get. Yeah, she's like, I need someone to ground me. I'm, like, losing my brain or whatever. So Leander's obviously grounding him, his energy through Sally. 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 And mm. is it because she has those weird marks, maybe? I like, think I, it's because I, it, it's an emotional connection. Uh, yeah. So I my prediction is Saskia's – look, Saskia? I went to high school with a Saskia. Laskia <laughs> is going to go find that bar chick and oh, she's going to force it on her. And it's going to drain her life. Yeah. I reckon it's going to damage the people ask you to do because, yeah, they're showing that good energy, bad energy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or potentially it'll be it, – it drains Sally too. And then there's this moment that they have to, in book two, be like, hey, so um, you're going to die touching if you yeah. keep doing this. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so – Kylie's points were the only things that kind of annoyed me so far are the fact that Sally has lived in Kirkpool every time she has been on a ship and apparently she's never seen the prince, heard what he looked like or heard about his magic and the fact she didn't recognise him in the first place is a little weird to me. The other is when we first meet Jude at a violent boxing match, he talks about the monster inside him and how violence is the only way to feed it but then yeah. he turns into a vomiting mess when they blow up the ships that are supposedly t- contain the man he hates yeah. for abandoning him. And, yes. yeah, it is, like, full 180, oh, he's a soft yeah. boy now yeah. that can't handle anything. Yeah, and he yeah, was, like, weak odd. weak next to Laskia and Ruby, like, following them as a little puppy dog. Mm. Like, But fucking, he's supposed to be the muscle? Yeah, get some balls, get your mum, and get out of here. Like, I don't understand why he just, I don't know, right, he didn't have money and stuff. Also, like, but, fuck his mum, she's a bitch. Yeah, yeah like, that's she true. sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's an <laughs> asshole. She's the worst. Like letters. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. letters and the way she's just kind of like, uh, uh. Mm. like, she's <laughs> like, you know what, mom? I don't fucking care, nah. dog. <laughs> yeah, like, bail out of that shit, dude. Just get, get out, out of there. there. You, you're better than her. You don't need her. <laughs> like, I understand why he didn't go along with them when they offered him to. They're like, come with us, dude. And he was like, ah. And so he didn't. Yeah. Um, But also like, ugh. But yeah, he's obviously yeah. gonna like turn against them or something. Do like a do like a Zuko type situation. Yeah, you know. Um, it's very interesting. The religion being so overtly evil. Yeah, like I can't. Okay, so like, cause like to me, it's like I feel like the best the best antagonists are the ones that you can kind of see from their perspective because you're like, oh, I kind of get where they're coming from. And I think that's the mark of a good antagonist. Mm. Like, you know, um, like that's why Thanos from the Marvel Cinematic Universe was so good because he kind of had a point. Mm. Overpopulation can be a problem. And, it, you know, that, you know, fair enough. Not, not don't like your me- methods, uh, Thanos, but I get where you're coming from. And a lot of people liked him because of that reason. Mm. And so I think the issue was like, what's his name? Malissian? Malissian? Just seems like the worst. Yeah. Like, why do you support this dude? Yeah. Like, this god is fucking nuts. Like, and 
Yeah, I can't Gamble see it was being... it? The God of Gamble? Yeah, yeah gambling. Like the God yeah. of like yeah, like and these the... like full on nuns that are like, oh, we must pray to our God, mm. and yeah. like it would have been different if they just wanted to wake him up. So that he, they could have a connection to their god again, but, they want but they're like, no, to, no, we want to, we want to invade, we yeah. want their land, and it's yeah. like, your and mother, the godmother, was like, uh, uh-uh, this is your space, Let's not do that, have yeah. this, and they were like, no, nah. no, we're England, understand. we're invading, yeah, <laughs> and, just, and it's like you just, it doesn't make them compelling, because no, like, in what universe would you think this is a good idea? <laughs> yeah, like you've seen what happened, like. But clearly really their odd. life is way better than yes. Um, what's the other place called? Al- Ali. Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah. Because yeah. like yeah, they seem sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The they've got all the technology awesome. and stuff. Yeah. Like, it it feels life. like their future and their Eleanor is kind of that like medieval yeah, small town true. vibe, like city. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the only thing is like, oh, our land is flat. Oh, it's it's expensive to import stuff. You have technology, sell it. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it just seems like they're creating more problems instead of just dealing with the problem that they have right now, which is, well, we could just fix this with the technology that we've created, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's really odd. And it's just like, you can't root for them. So you're like, it just doesn't make them compelling. Um, And like, the fact that the, what are they called? The green, the green green sisters. Mm. yeah it's like they're like yeah we'll just murder them yeah we'll just murder murder a bunch of people and it's fine that god has um what's his name melissa told me this is what needs to be done like what the fuck what the hell (laughs) what is wrong with you people (laughs) and and the whole time she's like i'm gonna use this child and then i'm going to dispose of her basically is what she did like to ask you and like yeah and the way she did basically the whole now now the adults are talking mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Very, very dog. And that made me really angry. Yeah. And it mm. does and that's why I think Laskia is delusional, not necessarily evil. evil. I think she's ill. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. she's come from being treated like shit. Yes. And even her sister was sort of like, No, I'm still gonna kinda treat you a bit shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, everyone's kind of put her on the back burner and mm. discounted her. So I can see where that would get frustrating. And, like, I do kind of want her to be this, like, oh, she gets becomes good in the end and they all team up. Mm. But also, I don't know, I think it'd be more interesting if she doesn't. I think it'd be more interesting if she just loses her fucking shit and kills Ruby and Lyrian's mm. sister. That kind of would be good. Yeah, or she's like powerful, and then mm. everyone just follows yeah. her around. Looks like oh crap! It's the it's the it's what we deserved for Daenerys, you know, mm. yeah. from Game of Thrones, <laughs> like the actual descent into madness. Mm. Um, that's a proper descent and not just like a kind of situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I did find it disappointing that in a book that's called The Isles of the Gods and it's this big. That the actual aisles section is like this big. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to know more about the aisles. Yeah. Like the aisles same. part was like five minutes. Like yeah. the whole, this is all not aisles. Mm. It's called the aisles of the gods. Why is it like a footnote at the back? <laughs> like, yeah. It's like one piece. Even when they were going towards the, the island, like I could not picture 
how it all looked like. Mm. I like just imagine generic, generic jungle. That's all I imagine. I was picturing like a, a Greek island or something. That's what I was picturing, like with be- beautiful crystal water mm. oh, and yeah. like ch- like a temple or church or whatever it is at the top. That's what I was mm. picturing. Yeah. I was um, picturing uh, <laughs> Uncharted 4, the islands that you go through there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you also, how did, they, about that. how did those people die? Um, they, didn't really go into they it. They didn't, did they? Much. Like, if, if that was Baraka that caused They went in to... with ill intentions. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was Baraka like, that oh, she, they right. went in to kill. Then how did and they that's destroy why... it? No, they went yeah, in like... and were fine, ah. but it was when they were trying to leave. That's when. But it's also kind of like, Baraka, honey, you'd think you'd just stop them on the way in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, why are you like, oh, look, I think they're coming in with bad intentions, but we'll see what they do. Oh, they destroyed my shrine. Well, I guess I won't let them out then. Like, why not? Look, just don't let them in. Why? Yeah, or like, as soon as they start doing the ill just will, then do like, it. then why do it. You... Yeah. And because, like, she wait? had enough to, like, explode the dude's gun in his hand. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. It's like, it's like looking at someone dressed in, like, uh, like, you know, dark clothes and they have a phallic lava on their head and then, and then you're like, oh, yeah, come into the house. Yeah. And then they start yeah. robbing you and you're like, yeah, no shit, it's literally a robber. <laughs> oh, wait, you're leaving you with let- my stuff. Oh, well, like- now I'll stop you. Like, no, <laughs> it's clearly like, ah, oh, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. Sarah's getting worked up now. <laughs> I love it. That was like the only thing that bothered me because I was like, why is this god so fucking dumb? <laughs> Honestly, something I liked was that they didn't go. Oh, he fell and died, and then as soon as he got touched by the gods, he's okay again. Like, no, he screamed in pain. Mm. It was not joyous for him. He was in excruciating pain, and I'm really glad they did that because it kind of scarred Mm. me reading it. Where the way she was like this guttural scream of pain that he's just shouting for like five minutes or something like as his bones snap back into place and shit like yeah mm. yeah it was yeah. full on but it was good mm. i liked mm. i liked that it wasn't just like and they think it's okay it's like, yeah. no or like it's, they they kiss and then like prince charming like it's and he's yeah 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 mm. totally i also liked that even though it was sad um to see them go um where they killed Rensa and the other crewmate. I think from brutal. I think from that point on I was like, oh, okay, shit's like, getting like, shit's real. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm getting into it now. Because like they all died. Like that mm. whole crew, like even just like the random chicks that were just there like hanging out, delivering food to people. Like, yeah. Shot in the head. Like that's rough. Yeah. And the I way they keep yeah. showing the flashbacks for last year and stuff. Yeah. Sort of like the PTSD yeah. of seeing the girl in the water in there. Mm. I do quite yeah. like that it was quite grim and mm. sort of it gritty like, and real. It wasn't like, yes. yeah. They died with magic and it was a peaceful death and it was quick. Exactly. There was no like, it's yeah. fine, it was quick. Like, no, they suffered. Mm-hmm. They yeah, suffered yeah. greatly. Yeah, yeah. And then she sure. killed her fucking ship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, what are you gonna say? <laughs> no, sorry. <it's all> right. <laughs> I also didn't understand how, 
Like, they were just like, okay, yep, he was on this ship. Even though they brought Jude to to see, to, what's it called? Mm. To recognize Leander. That didn't actually happen. They just yep. blew up the ship. And then we're like, okay, now look. And it's then, like, he could have been burnt up. Like, he yeah, could be yeah, underwater yeah, already. Yeah. You should have like had they, him scope it first. Yeah. Why did they board the Elizabetta but didn't board the, the yeah, other ship? The other one. They should have boarded the ship, got everyone up, found Leander, shot him in the head, then shoot everyone and then set the ship on fire. Like, they just, yeah. it's like, mm. it's like, what? Hell, why and, did you do this differently? And they were blaming Jude after. What? You, yeah, you said like, he was dead. Well, clearly he just went up and there. I don't think he did. Like, I'm pretty sure he was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, he's probably in there. Yeah. He like, didn't. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look at everyone on the ship. Like, you pulled a bunch of bodies it. out, but like, <laughs> like, there's a lot of people. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, yeah, yep, that's dumb. his friends. He's here. Maybe Everyone looks dark skinned when they're burnt to a crisp, I guess. Like, <laughs> like you can't really tell. Yeah, it's a bit odd. There's definitely something. Yeah, it I still had fun. Though? I still had fun. I can yeah. shit talk it, but you know, like it's a good fun little read, you know, if you're not if you can get around. I think I think this is a YA um intermediate level. Like, this is not, I don't think this would be good for a YA beginner. I think the POVs do make it hard. Like, because Jillian, you don't really read a lot with POVs and stuff, do you? Um, well, I think the most I've ever read would be like three, maybe. See, I don't even think I've had three point of views. I do not read POV. I do read, but I feel it's because they, they, they did switch. It's, it's like multiple, it's like a lot of pages of their point of view, whereas this was just like a couple pages. Mm. Mm. Normally um, you have chapters. Yeah. Of... And then you can clearly distinguish who's who, whereas mm. this yeah. one I couldn't distinguish. Yeah. No, I agree. The voices in this one did disappoint me a little. They weren't as distinct as some of the other. Mm. So like the other series I've read by Amy Kaufman is a series she did with Jake Kristoff, which is called The Aurora Cycle. And that it was, again, I think six POVs. Um, but each character's POV felt so distinct and so clear. Mm. So it was really weird to go into this one and not have that same experience. And I wonder if because she wrote it all by herself, maybe she found it a little bit harder to create those separate voices. Because, you know, when you're buddy writing with someone else, um, you know, you, you have another person to spitball with that, you know, injecting that really clear personality into each chapter. Um because you're yeah, like, there's no way in that series that I would mess up whose perspective it is because they're so distinct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, they the characters did feel quite almost too similar mm. in a way that yeah. they just they blended a bit. Mm. There was not even like common words that each character used to make them yeah. individual. Mm. You know, like maybe surprise. like at the beginning, Leander, like because he was mm. very flirty and and you mm. know joked Tosh. around a bit. But he didn't even come across as very posh. No. But he was supposed no. to. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised Sally doesn't talk a bit differently than the others too. Mm. Yeah. If she wasn't educated. If she's lived her whole life at sea with sailors who are... Mm. Also, yeah, why does she have stuff. the obvious Kirkpool what? accent? She shouldn't have an accent. Yeah, she should barely have an accent. Her yeah. accent should be a mess. Yeah. Like, she should... Which then would have, like, made more sense for her to be the one to go out in the streets of, I've mm. already forgotten what the streets, what the place is called, um, Port Noranda. It would make more sense for her to go out then because her accent would be so muddy they wouldn't be able to recognise where she's from. 
Yeah. Yeah. But straight away they would recognize them. You know, she should be she should be speaking in slang. She should be speaking yeah. like an Australian that drops off Kinda. the end of her words. Yeah, Keegan absolutely. and Leander should be speaking very proper. Very proper. Jude and should, I think, Alaska yeah. even should be dropping her words a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, um, a bit more casual, a bit more, yeah, a bit less formal. Um, I yeah. think some, something stuff as simple as that would have helped make it a much clearer distinction between the the characters and the perspectives mm. i yanked um, my gaze away to study the sail to hide the effect he has on me without my gloves to cover the back of my hands he, it feels impossibly intimate that doesn't sound like something from someone who lived a boat their whole life that sounds yeah. like something leander mm. might say or think yeah it sounds very poetic yeah, yeah. um it I is a very I'll... poetic book at times it is yeah the prose is is quite pretty um i also want to discuss the magician stuff Mm. How did you feel about the the main magic system in in the book? Because so one of the biggest through lines of the book is that Leander is like the best, the best magician ever. Mm. Um, he can control all the elements. He's, and he's the just, avatar. He's the avatar. Um, but then <laughs> Sally, when we meet her at the beginning, she always uh, has her hands cut like her, like she wears gloves and things like that because she has the marks too. Because the marks pop up when you're like a baby. And then the older you get, once you've got your element, the marks change to react, like to reflect the element that you have, like your sort of, that you lean towards. And hers never changed. Mm. So her big thing throughout the, the book was like, oh, are they going to change? I'm uh, just, a, I'm a disappointment. Yeah. And like that she, yeah, she felt like a disappointment because she couldn't use her powers at all. Um, and yeah. then I was disappointed that she didn't really use them. As much, like yeah. she did, but she kind of like she did them shittily, and mm. I'm kind of like I'm guessing that's her greater arc is like learning about them, but it's kind of like oh I would have liked her to have a little moment of like starting to like oh, maybe I can control them, um in this so mm. that she goes full circle from like I don't know them at all to oh maybe I'm okay, but I do think that there's going to be something there's going to be some twist with her power yeah I think so mm. too as well. But mm. whatever that is. I think but, her, yeah. her mum is someone important. Someone special. Yeah. Someone yeah. special That's yeah. why I was thinking she was a royal. Like she had that bloodline of mm. Leander because mm. they can have all the powers. So I reckon she will. Yeah. She would have all my My theory is that maybe she is somehow like related, not related, but like related to the, to the, to the god. The Barricka. somehow. Yeah, mm. maybe. That's my theory. Mm. Because, like, I don't know, I just feel like there's got to be a reason for the emphasis on her marks and that whole thing. Yeah. And if the story isn't just that she needed to believe in herself, because she does believe in herself now and she's still shit. So there's obviously something else going on. Um, so that my theory is there's some tie between her and the gods somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe her mum was Baraka when she popped back for a bit, popped back, got yeah. knocked up, popped it out, then left. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a- Maybe. That's all I got. Yeah. Why did none of our antagonists have magic? Yeah, it would have made things a little more I thought maybe it was just people in Eleanor that had it. And then when we went to Port Miranda, there was other people who had it, but it yeah, was also that, like... Yeah. There was the random guy that had it. Yeah. Yeah, her helper. Yeah. Oh, he did have it, didn't he? Yeah, he had fire stuff. That's he, like, right, yeah. like, walked up halfway through, and I was like, wait, who are you? Where'd you come from? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Now I, I remember that. But yeah, it just 
I, I do like the idea of the whole working with the spirits thing, but also why can some people do it and not others? It sounds like yeah, everyone yeah, should be like, a- able to learn it um, and some people just be better at it mm. or something. I don't know. I, like, think, it, I think it's genetic. Like it's yeah, a they said thing. it's a bloodline yeah. thing. Um, but I don't know. At that point, wouldn't you all want to go fuck a magician then? Yeah, wouldn't you just start <laughs> reading him out? Like, yeah, well, that's exactly it. At any time where there's a genetic, uh, a genetic thing, I'm always like, where like you know, people will always have, you know, the kid that has magic. I'm always like, bro, then like, wouldn't everyone just then just go and fuck all the people with the magic, and then you all have magic? <laughs> like, how like does ben no is one an have... avatar? Like, hello. Yeah, like, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting, always interesting when a genetic magic system is in place. Yeah. Always, like, that's always interesting to me. Because, um, like, I don't know, if magic suddenly existed, I would be like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to go find myself a magical partner and make sure my baby is magical. I'm not mm. going to have a non-magical baby when magic is on the table. <laughs> is magic available? Cool, I'm going to make sure... That my offspring has magic. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you? <laughs> like, I would. Mm. So I've always, like, how are people not having magic babies now? <laughs> yeah, so it would have made sense if it was, shit. like, I don't know, like, banned or something. But it's not. Yeah, there was mm. no element of that either. And, like, there didn't seem to be any element of, like, do we control the magic? Mm. Like, yeah. like, is there, you know, like, what? Why like, aren't people bro, setting like, fire to random shit? That's, like, this dude is, like, throwing fireballs everywhere. Like, buildings are on fire. Like, people are dying. Like, is this magic? Just is there no, is there no policies here? Like, yeah. Like, no magic in public? No magic within mm. 15 metres of a school? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just feel like there's no protections in place for magical creatures in this world. Like, people are just blowing shit up, blowing But also, I imagine like, asking, <laughs> sacrificing something and asking some spirits to cook your food for you. I, yeah. That just yeah. feels a bit much. Like, really, bro? Also, but, like, also the thing with the mad, with the spirits thing, like, that just feels, like, not time effective. No. Yeah, it's not. Like, oh, my God, this thing is charging at me. Spirits. Yeah. <laughs> help a brother out. That's what the show is. I'm sorry, I'm already dead. Like, I just feel like Look, it's just Hold on, let me, get, let me just grab a, my pocket. Hang on a, a second. Button. Just wait. Let me much. rip my shirt. I've got to do some stuff. Let me pull my hair out. You can shoot me in a minute. I've got to talk to the spirits. <laughs> well, they were bloody in the bloody storm. And I'm like, can you fucking hurry up and use your powers to help the, the storm? And she's like closing her eyes. And then somehow she's like in another world. And Yeah, yeah uh, that, that was a bit. Like, Come on. But Yeah, yeah a bit odd. Can't, yeah, I don't know. And I think, and this goes back to what we were saying at the beginning, like the world building is, is there. It's definitely there. Yeah. But because we are so deep in these different characters' heads, we're swapping every five seconds, we don't actually have enough time to mm. like sink that, let that world building sink in yeah. and, and really like start to actually resonate with us as mm. the reader before we're whisked somewhere else. So yeah. it's kind of like, uh, it would have been nice to spend a bit more time figuring that concept out yeah mm. i feel like the beginning is is very different to the last mm. um, yes. chapter um what's it called take thing mm-hmm. act i think i <laughs> said this to you julian the other day i feel like this book was written like a movie yes yeah yeah 
Yes. 100%. Like if you like, because you know, when, when you're looking at a movie, right? Like it'll switch to perspectives with different mm. people all the yeah. time. That and sometimes well. you're only in that perspective for a couple of seconds because mm. it's a cool establishing shot, and that's why it's there. But in a book, you don't have that cool establishing shot because you don't mm. need it. Mm. Because why would we do that? Why would we cut to someone for like two seconds? Like there's no point. Um, and yeah, it just it felt like it was a it was a book writ- a movie written as a book. It hits um, the it raises the stakes the same as films do as well. Like the way mm. you're taught to write a film. It's like, okay, so you have three acts and then towards the end of act one, you have to raise the stakes and then you have to raise the stakes higher and then you have to raise them higher again, like two more times before you hit the, the, the conclusion. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely did feel like that. Yeah. Um, it felt almost like an Indiana Jones film towards the end. Yeah. Or like, you know, Uncharted type concept. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And I think that. I think it, it was, uh, unfortunately, in this instance, a bit of a detriment, I mm, think. Mm. Uh, because we, we missed out on, 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 on the meat, mm. you know, that well-building, that juicy, juicy well-building that maybe would have helped really cement the surroundings and yep. the place we're in mm. a bit more. Mm. I think hearing, you know, that you said that Amy Kaufman has quite a reputation, that she's always been co-writing, she seems to be the ideas girly and then whoever she's working with is that sort of flesh out writing. Yeah, um, quite possibly. Like I think she, I think this would make a, make a great screenplay. Turn this into yeah. an Amazon series or a movie or something. Yeah. Let's go. Sign me the frick up. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it'd be great like that. But mm. yeah, I think as a yeah. book it's a little bit weaker. Um, yeah. Definitely moves like a movie. That's for yeah. sure. Mm. Mm. yeah like yeah i feel like this could easily be adapted to film like you wouldn't have to be like oh no it should be a series like no this should no yeah this is a movie definitely could be Mm. cool all righty well if that is about all we have to um say if there's the fact kind of everyone's thoughts um i I guess um um i've got to think of like a funny thing to say how many spirits should think of these how many oh, yeah, spirits sure. out of five? How many enchanted spirits out of five would you give it? <laughs> Probably a three. Uh, I had fun, but like a three. I'm really generous with this. I myself. like how you've like changed from the beginning to now. <laughs> no, I I always had fun, but I, I, my my it. ideas develop, and I like I forget because I tend to read these books and I finish them well before. We yeah, record. So you always finish and, them first. Yeah. And, and I'm so, the yeah, so you have it very fresh, so you can see those things. And then upon discussing it, I do remember those things and I don't think about yeah. them at the time. And often I do have that time to stew. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Billy. <laughs> cameo! That's the first partner cameo so far. I, was, I didn't think you Congratulations! Really <laughs> <laughs> I won the prize of the first partner cameo. Um, He's like stormed in as well. He really did. Hello, I'm here. Whoa, really? Don't give that away for free. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. People pay good money for legs. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lily's just like staring at him. Lily's like, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, I always come up like thinking of things more. Like I didn't enjoy it. Like I do. So there's definitely flaws. Um, but. 
Yeah, I still I'm, not, fun. I'm only kidding. I was only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Jillian? What would you rate it? Um, yeah, I'd probably do a three and a half, I'd say. But like, I'm also like, I gave three and a half to. We do a lot of three and a halves. Something else, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is. In the end, it was kind of, it was better. Yeah, but I don't know if it's worth a four. Yeah. Mm. Me. I mean, they can be three and a halves in different ways. <laughs> three point seven five. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's a very arbitrary. That. It's a very arbitrary thing, which is why I put it at the end. Because, yeah. Like you've heard the whole discussion, you can pretty much ascertain how we feel. Yeah. But I like to put the arbitrary number in at the end. Just yeah, like true. That kind of stuff. Um. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah? What do you rate? My arbitrary number is a four. Um. I gave Nightbirds a 4.5. So this one I didn't enjoy as much as Nightbirds, but um, I think, I, and I do think my personal connection to the book is probably going to be pushing it to a 4 for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, couldn't give it a, a 4.5 because it just didn't quite hit that 0.5 for me. Um, but yes, I, I, I was very much looking forward to this book. I've heard about it for years. So it's mm. kind of like, it has that like mm. I was gonna go to the launch of this book. Like that's how much I was invested in it. Um so yeah. Um yeah, I, I had a great time. I'm really looking forward to the second one. I've been hearing about its creation, it's finished. Mm. Um, oh cool. The first ah, cool. like the first draft of it's all done, so it's going into edits and stuff now. So it was finished in Scotland. So I'm curious if Scotland will have any influence on Ooh. the locations. But um yeah, so I think, as I said, if you're considering buying this book, listen to everyone's opinions, but definitely take one with a grain of salt. It is mm. probably pretty biased. Mm. <laughs> I think if I had um, also yeah. listened to her podcast, maybe it, it would have been different because obviously mm. you get a bit more yes background. and that's yeah and that's why i find it so hard to talk about it almost because i'm like am i remembering this from the book or am i remembering Uh, this from the podcast (laughs) um that being said i do really recommend the podcast it's called uh pub dates uh and it's great if you want to learn about how books get made it's Mm. really interesting they talk about like you know stuff from cover design to maps to to audiobooks and like you know how the whole industry works so it's very interesting um this does have a really nice map too we didn't talk about the map yeah it has a lovely map and i know a fun fact about the map so this map was originally properly like um like nautically accurate does that make sense like she did all the measurements and stuff like that for like the travel and like mapped how far it would be and how long it would take and Hmm. and things like that but then when it got put into a book for the first time, the island was right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was on it was on the line, like on the on the fold. So then she was like, fuck it, and threw away all the stuff and just they moved it over. Yeah. <laughs> so that it wasn't in the middle. So yeah, so technically it's actually supposed to be a lot closer to Port Miranda than it is. Um, mm. but it had to be moved because of it just being in the spine. <laughs> So yeah, it's actually, and that's probably why you know the trip from Eleanor versus the trip from Port Noranda was a lot, a lot yeah. quicker, mm. yeah. Um, because it is meant to be a lot closer mm. than it actually is. Because um, on the map, it looks pretty much right in the middle. 
um, between the two places. But yeah, the map's really, really gorgeous. And I would love to, like, I hope that we're going to see more places. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that was um, one like of the Like the Northern Passage? Yeah, like, the, some of these locations sound really fucking interesting. Mm. And we only saw, like, two cities that were kind of almost felt the same. Like, Kirkpool and Port Naranda felt pretty interchangeable to me. Like, they were both just, like... One was definitely not a technologically advanced yeah. one. And one Maybe wasn't. <laughs> but also don't know. Like, but also had, like, radios and cars. So yeah. still an element yeah. of it, too. Um, so, yeah. Because um, in, in Nightbirds, there were two maps. There was, like, the map of the whole world and there was the map of the city. Mm. And it was... I, I, I always... I hate... Like, my pet peeve is when a book gives me a map of the whole world, but we go to one place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, if you're going to give me the whole world, I want to know, like, I want to go to at least another place. Like, don't yeah. just give me the map and go to, like, one spot. I may as well just have the map of that city instead of the map of everywhere. Like, it's kind of unnecessary. So, yeah. Anyway, maps are cool. Maps. I like maps. Maps are fun. Maps are good. Map, mm. Maps are real good. 10 out of 10 to maps. 10 out of 10 to maps. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Well, on that note, that brings our discussion on The Isles of the Gods by Amy Coughlin to a close. Our next pick for next month is from Jillian, and it's going to be... Am I saying it? I forgot the book it's inside. <laughs> <laughs> I sung you a song and everything. <laughs> if, uh, seven Husbands by... No. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. There that, it is. That is. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. By... Who's the author? I forgot. Uh, yeah, Taylor Jenkins Reid. There you go. Yeah. So she's a pretty pop... Like, like her yeah. She's popping off right popping now. Off. At the moment, yeah, she's got that Amazon Amazon show, mm-hmm. like Daisy Jones and the Six or something. Yep. That, that, that's hers. So, um, yeah, this will be an interesting read. Apparently, I, it's I fantastic. Was... Um, I've heard very good reviews about this one. Um, the guy love... in the bookstore said it was really good. <laughs> I love how every time we talk about a book, often <laughs> we say, Keely, yeah. you will say something positive, and I'll turn around and be like, "I heard that it was really mixed, and that's exactly what I've heard about this book too." <laughs> I've heard mixed things about this one too. So we I've heard she's someone you love to hate. Oh, like the the character, this Evelyn Hugo, like you love to hate her, yeah. and like your opinion of her changes throughout the book. Right. So that'll be interesting. Curious. Definitely um, curious to hear yeah. so to read it. I was showing Julian that the, the library where I get most of my books from for this podcast, there's like twelve copies of it in this like library and circulation. And I requested this book like two weeks ago, and it's only just become available for me. So oh, wow! There was yeah, it's, it's that all Popular. the rest of them were out on loan. So yeah, it's in demand. It is. So luckily I could get it. Hmm. So yeah, so. I believe we will get, hopefully, our friend Scuffalugs to read you the blurby boy of uh, of the book. So, because, I mean, also Julian doesn't have it right now. So, <laughs> so go in the other room. Hopefully get we get Scuff to do it. Uh, otherwise, maybe you'll hear Julian, like a little insert of a future Julian. But um, yeah. otherwise you will now hear the dulcet tones of either Scuff or the Scuff tones of Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, it'll be great either way. 
Reclusive Hollywood movie icon Evelyn Hugo is finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous and scandalous life. But when she chooses unknown magazine reporter Monique Grant for the job, no one is more astounded than Monique herself. Why her? Why now? Summoned to Evelyn's luxurious apartment, Monique listens in fascination as the actress tells her story. From making her way to Los Angeles in the 1950s to her decision to leave show business in the 80s and, of course, the seven husbands along the way, Evelyn's unspools a tale of ruthless ambition, unexpected friendship and a great forbidden love. Monique begins to feel a very real connection to the legendary star. But as Evelyn's story nears its conclusion, it becomes clear that her life intersects with Monique's own in tragic and irreversible ways. Yes, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us for episode six of Book Hub Book Club. Uh, until next time, please make sure to check out our social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok and we promise to post more. Maybe. <laughs> we got plans. I got plans. I we got, have plans. I got plans. Yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. Um, parting words of wisdom, aside from following us on social media, book, at Book Hub, Book Club, everywhere. Podcast often is added to the end. Um, don't forget to keep all arms and legs inside the boat at all times. Thank and you. take your seasickness tablets. Yes. Don't forget. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, bye. I was also gonna tell people oh, sorry. to to tell a friend and to share the podcast oh, yeah, and do to those like it and rate on it on their their platform of choice. We rate it people. higher than we rate books, please. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then yeah, and then what Keely said, I guess. <laughs> yeah, one of my podcasts <laughs> always does these like weird things at the end, and he's always like. If it looks yeah. like a cult, if it quacks like a cult, it's probably a cult. And I wanted to do something silly like that, but it didn't uh, work. So maybe if you I just want to cut it out and put it at the end, done. Yeah, I guess the pivotal the pivotal part of it is that it needs to be at the end. Yes, that, that but I thought we were done <laughs> Sarah, and we were not. <laughs> I have a run sheet. <laughs> Sorry, we don't. It's on the drive. You can all uh. read the run sheet. It's on the <laughs> <laughs> Killy didn't do the reading. Came to the came to the to the tutorial and didn't do the reading, basically. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, until then, if you know, we'll look forward to seeing you next month for some more high quality bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Bye. 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 Wait, let me get Lily. <laughs> oh, baby. Cut to Lily just like <laughs> Oh, cat cat. Bye. 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 Bye, Lily. Bye, Billy. Bye. Bye, Billy's legs. <laughs> he tried, but it was just Jillian's head. What's he doing? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, we're being attacked. <laughs> He's knocking in the face. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. Right. Okay, bye. Oh, oh, that's something's <laughs> broken. Bye.